ham and egg. Ham. Egg. Ham. And egg. Ham. Egg. Ham. And egg. Ham. Egg. Ham. And egg. Ham. Egg. Ham and egg. It's ham and egg, bitches. Friday, June 28th. Uh, we have Candace in the studio with us. Hey. Yeah. We I'm are so excited. excited. Yep. Uh, and then now I'm hitting go live on our live YouTube feed. Uh, and you've got Steve, Candace, and JJ Peace, in people. the house. Hope you're having a yes, fruitful day out there. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right out of the gate. Love it. All right. I think we're good. Well, welcome. Thanks Thank for having me. Oh, absolutely. Excited this, to be here. This will be fun. So, um, Candace and I have known each other for a few years, right? Yes. And uh, we got to meet, and as we were just talking off air, and I, I want to just lead right into it. You are what? I am a massage therapist, not a masseuse, and there's a very distinct difference. This was something that Steve was kind of giving me a hard time about, so I'll tell you guys the difference. Um, a massage therapist is somebody that you get a professional massage from. When we're talking in the therapy field, somebody that is a masseuse is somebody that you would normally get sexual favors from or they're doing things that are more on the illegal side uh, of <laughs> massage therapy. I had no idea. Right? I'm so Nor glad. Nor did I. So this might help, right? So we brought up a uh, massage therapist or getting a massage to... Uh, some of our friends, we had a, like a big gathering of, of Le Bois, that yeah. tournament that, that I thought okay. you were going to have to y- fix me up. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So there we were like, hey, Steve gets a massage. I love massages. Like, and and a lot of these guys are like, no, never. I, I, would, I don't like people touching my body. Like, no way. Uh, and I was just they like, were freaked the fuck out. Like, I, there's no way. Out. I don't know if they like, I don't know if they know what they're missing out. They, they don't. A lot of people don't, but that's a funny thing because I have a lot of clients where their husbands and wives won't come because they do have a real affinity for not being touched by someone. So it's actually something that is commonly experienced, but once you can kind of sit and talk with somebody, then they'll be, they, you can warm them up to the idea. Sure. Some people are just like, don't even want to be hugged. My own mother won't even come and get a massage. Really? She doesn't want to be touched by anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> wow. People have the weird, st- like, yeah, we, we all have, our we stuff. all, we all got yeah. a thing, man. Yeah. But I, I love, I personally am big massage guy. Yes. Like, it, you can't help but feel better. And you do a great job. Yeah. Steve's like a once a weeker. Yeah. yeah. I, I got issues. He, he's spoiled. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the truth of it. He's spoiled. Well, yeah. <laughs> he thinks that he's going to be back to playing tennis here in a couple of weeks. Uh, he might. He's coming along really well. So. Right. I told you the scar tissue, right? You think yeah. you got a shot at that? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Let's see. I like it. So I, I got a couple of massages like as a luxury item, like mm-hmm. young in life. And then for traveling for work, like I get to a point where like, I can't take a full breath. Right. Like I have to like go get a massage, like loosen up. Right. So I definitely, I'm on board. Like, yeah, Yeah, the holistic wellness side is definitely something that everyone needs to have in their life. Like I go and get a massage three or four times a month myself. Do you really? I do because it's so important that you take that time for yourself and you actually are able to relax and have that one hour or three hours a month because it really helps you to be able to get out of your own head and remove a lot of the daily stressors that you have in your life. At least I've seen a huge improvement in my life and I run three businesses. I homeschool my daughter. I've got a husband that's like taking care of another kid. Yeah. (laughs) So 
that has to that's like my time that's my me time sure. and that's something that everybody has to have uh it's true though i mean there's a there is a psychological side to it as well oh absolutely um, absolutely and, and i do i do there's no way that you can't feel better nope so so I mean, CJ the out there, you're missing totally out. totally sucks in a massage. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I've had that a few times and that wasn't fun. How long have you been doing it? So I have been doing massage for about 12 years now. Okay. And you love it? I absolutely love it. I get to meet new people all the time. People don't come into my work stressed out and pissed off. So it's always been a joy. I love meeting the people and I have a really deep and personal connection with most of my clients. So it's kind of like getting to hang out with friends on a regular basis. So people are generally paying me to be their friend, which is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yes. I got a crazy question. What's up? All right. I've always wondered this. As a massage therapist, have any of the guys ever like has there been any comfortable situations with male clients so has anybody asked me to do something no 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 no, no. there been an uncomfortable situation yes as far as i'll just say an erection or uh, you know it yes (laughs) but but, (laughs) that's kind that can kind of be a trivial topic because when that happens it's actually something like that's actually normal in a massage because of the blood flow i've had clients that have been male that that's happened with that it happening while they're sleeping so it wasn't even a sexual thing right it's just a normal body mechanical thing that happens um so yeah i would just say it's something that's normal yeah i just think about dead puppies comes with the territory yeah yeah kind of yeah yeah you know it can kind of be awkward but i sure yeah you're a professional (laughs) yeah that's the only way that you can leave it is just leave it on a professional level (laughs) that's right absolutely right there's got to be those uncomfortable moments do you have uh do you ever have clients that won't go nude um, I do. Yeah. Some people that's past their comfort level. I have some guys that they just come in their basketball shorts. I have women that, you know, they yeah. leave all of their underwear on. Some people want to leave just their pants on and just get their back yep. on. So what we're saying is, is there's no excuse. It's at Correct. your comfort level, no matter what you're afraid of, but do it because it's do worth it. it. It's, and yes, it's good for because you. Because the health benefits can impact and change your life on such a a deep level. Yeah. So yeah, there really is no excuse not to get a massage or have body work done because of the health benefits that come with it. Okay. So like I've even gone, you know, I have some companies that I work with that I will every once in a while go and do chair massage with my, my business is pretty busy. So I don't have a lot of time to do that anymore, but you know, people are fully clothed. So they'll get like their hands or neck and all that stuff worked on. So it really is at whatever comfort level anybody has. Yeah. Oh, I've hit the ones in the mall. When I'm feeling it, like uh, those those Chinese dudes will beat the shit out of me for 20 minutes for like, <laughs> right? oh, no, they kick the crap out of me. I got an airport yes. massage one time. <laughs> I have done the airport Just massage like the as back well. And neck Absolutely. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah, you, you can go firm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to do. beat me up so bad. I take right? it all back. I, you're just totally wondering if you're going to be bruised and yeah. I'll get out the next day. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I always pride myself that I'll, I never whine if it's too hard. Right? I'll, I, I don't bitch and moan. I, it's no, like, you're definitely not a baby when it comes to massage. Yeah. Yeah. Take it, pain. It, it hurts. <laughs> that's, funny. that's the funny thing that I find with my clients that most women take more pressure than men, and the men are more babies when it comes uh, to pain. I, I don't find that hard to believe. No. I mean, you you guys give birth. Like again, if we were in charge of that, the populace would get shot down like right away. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, there'd be no question, no question. Uh, so, Go ahead, Jay. You mentioned you mentioned homeschooling your children, but I want to like take a step back. Okay. We think everybody has has a story, right? Yep. So you you've done like 
cured cancer or you beat cancer, right? I did. Like, uh, so I, did. I don't even know where you're from. Are you from Idaho originally? So I'm originally not from California. I was born and raised in California and then okay. I moved to Idaho when I was 16 years old. Okay. Um. So I've been here for quite some time. Nice. And I love it and I wouldn't move back. Okay. Yeah. Good. Nope. I'm an Idaho potato. <laughs> uh, I like it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you, you're familiar with the area. Uh, how'd you come, uh, like, homeschool? How'd you come to that decision? Oh, because so I have two young the, kids, so right. I, I, so I'm, this is a this is a really political conversation. Yeah, so some people are probably going to get pissed off. At yeah, that's why we want it. <laughs> Let's do it. No, so, not necessarily. No, well, you know, I you know, I have my own values, and my own opinions as to why I did it, and I'll share that with you guys. I went to public school in California okay. and I did where in Cali. So Northern California in the Sacramento area. Oh, right. So I had an absolutely amazing education in California. In public schools. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So when I moved to Idaho, they wanted me to take classes that I had taken in eighth and ninth grade. Yeah. So when I, was going over the curriculum. My parents and myself were like, I already went through this. So it just showed me a, on a great degree what the what the educational gap is here. Yeah. Not to mention, Idaho has been rated an F every year for yeah. education. Yeah. So that really kind of what set our course for doing homeschools because we wanted to have control over not only the way that my daughter learned, but what she's learning and how quickly she can move stuff because so many kids are left behind. And my child is very high energy. Sure. Um, I don't believe that ADD or ADHD exists. I think that kids are just normal. I think some are really high energy. And I think that we shouldn't be shoving our children into a box. Yeah. So that's really like the premise of what homeschool started. Yeah. For me was that I was able to allow my child to grow and flourish. Sure. And develop her own personality, which she's amazing. She's stubborn. She's brilliant. She's very matter of fact and she's very opinionated for a 10 year old little girl she's yeah. absolutely amazing one of the other things that i don't like about public school is that there is such an influence of bad behaviors with kids not to say that kids sure. are bad but yeah. you know when you go to public school you're overexposed to so many things which there's a lot of stuff that kids are talking about you know second third fourth grade that not i find highly yeah. inappropriate for kids to be knowing at that age the other thing is well two things is how much they push medication because they think a lot of kids are ADD and ADHD. Um, I'm very holistic as far as like wellness and sure. all of that goes. And I we did not vaccinate our daughter, so here we're gonna tread down again oh. more questions of talking about more political stuff. So she's never had any vaccines, so that's another thing. Um, when I took her in. Because we had talked about maybe doing vaccines. I got to jump in, though. When, if she got the measles right now, I mean, right? How many other people in this world do you know that have had measles and have gotten through it and not died? We didn't get measles because we had vaccines. Right. Yeah, so, so I mean, I didn't eradicated. know. We had chicken pox. So, and it's not that I'm against vaccinations. I'm against the ingredients that they're putting in them. When I went to take her to the doctor to even talk about vaccines when she was, you know, a newborn they would not allow me to look at the ingredients on there. So if you're not going to show me what ingredients and that's fair. are in like, that. I agree it's with that. Weird, it's a weird deal. So, it is. Right? It when really you're is. The, uh, just, I've had a couple kids. Uh, yeah, he's got, what, uh, we've got five and 
too. But when you're yeah. in the hospital, they're it, it, you're you're part of the system. Like they're they're pumping you with like whatever they you know. Exactly. They're telling you what's going on, and you're just like, "Yep, okay, yep, okay, right." And it's right. And there's there's no education behind why they're giving it, what yeah. it's for, and that's the thing. When you think about it, you have to understand that our bodies are a chemical. Where like it's a chemical plant and when you inject somebody or you give somebody a medication for a disease, an ailment, pain, you have no idea how many chemicals are in that, you know, injection or pill and you don't know how it's going to interact with your body either. So that's the reason why you're starting to see all of the side effects. You're starting to see people with more autoimmune disease and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. Hmm. So knowing that, that's part of the reason why we made the decision not to do vaccinations. Got it. It's, I, I, it's, it's a bold move. Uh, I wish you the best. I, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's so it is tough. a very bold move. And, you know, and there's always risks to it, but there's also risks with vaccines everything, too. Everything. Everything is a trade-off, right? Like nothing yes. is black and white. Right. And, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't frown upon people that use vaccines no. or have given their kids vaccines. We are just, we, as a parent, you have to make the best decision for your child. I agree. Yeah. You know, and you have to do with what resonates with you, not only with the research that you've done, but also sure. spiritually as well. It's yeah. It's, I feel like it's crazy. Uh, yeah. The delay in like medical information comes out and like the yeah. accessibility for like doctors to adopt it on a practice as a whole. And like, right. Yeah. I, I think it's crazy. I think information moves way too fast for, for everybody to keep up with. Right. And, you know, and that's the whole thing with being in this world. There's so much lack of education, Sure, you know, and even if you do want to go get online and research, there's always going to be an argument on both sides. So I always encourage people to just do your research, read both sides of the argument and just formulate what feels and what resonates with you yourself and make your decision based off that. Not because somebody tells you to do it. Where did you graduate from here in, in Idaho? I went to Bora high school. Oh, you did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I went to Eagle, but I, I am from the Idaho school system and I felt the same way when kids from California would show up and they were like, Oh yeah, I did this shit like two years ago. And I'm like, excuse me. They're like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> right? Like it's I was crazy. pissed off. I was like, like what, what is the fucking point here? Like, uh, and, and then I, I knew had, a bright kid in well, high school. We've then, talked about, he was, magnet. I, I mean, he was his, he was the speaker. He did all the, no, the high school stuff. You I was, did. I was about like 20. That yeah. was it. But there was like 27 of us. Right. So like, again, how hard can it be if there's 27 of us with a four point, like, you know, perfect GPA throughout high school. Right. Right. It's, it's not, it's not what we're all trying to accomplish. Um, but the home, like my only argument to homeschooling and, and is the social aspect. Yeah. It's hard. So let me correct you on that right now. Okay. Oh. So that's another misconception that people have with homeschool is that the kids are not well socialized, that they're like going to be these odd kids that, you know, have only been socialized with adults. That has changed over greatly over the last like 10 to 15 years. Okay. So like personally, my daughter, when she's in school, because right now in summer break, she's going to co-op with other kids. She goes to gymnastics class every week. She's doing piano. She's going to BMX every night. Even in the wintertime, we're going up two days a week with a co-op of homeschool kids where there's about a hundred kids and they're all going and taking snowboarding lessons and ski lessons together. So, so bullying can still take place uh, yeah. and shaming and all the other shit that you go through as yeah. a child that uh, like you, is required. I, I, and I hate to say that it's, but it is right. I mean, you have to see those right. social interactions as a kid. You, 
Yeah, and honestly, I think that every kid should have to see that to some degree and experience that because if they don't, then they won't have any real lifetime expectations as an adult because kids need to learn that the world's not fair. So, you know... Nor easy, right? I mean, those are the things that happen. So, and that's the thing, like, I've had to... I've had this conversation probably a thousand times with friends, family, clients other people and just talking about the whole homeschool thing they're like well what what's going to happen when your daughter grows up and she's not socialized that's the thing like and that with doing homeschool you have control over that you can socialize your kids enough or not enough you just it depends on what level and how much you want to be involved like there's field trips like three or four times a month there's yeah mom groups like five or six days a week where the kids get together and play so there's a lot of socialization Okay. I mean, that, that that's that was always my question. There's definitely kind of opportunities things. now. I feel like I feel, I feel probably like, different than they were ten or fifteen years ago. Like you said, oh, like absolutely. I mean, just because. And I bet you social media has changed that, right? Wouldn't you mm-hmm. think because of the groups and the Facebook groups and all the oh, other yeah. Craigslist? Yeah, they, right. No, dude, <laughs> Craigslist doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What's going on? What don't I know? I don't go to Craigslist anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that's uh, so. How old is your daughter now? She's ten. ten. Okay, and she's BMXing now, right? She is, and she's phenomenal at it. We just got done racing at the Salt Lake Nationals, and she did pretty well. She took a pretty hard spell in her main on sun or on Saturday, and she crashed. well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? No. Like, did, 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 did she just wipe out on your first race? Yeah, I know that was actually pretty funny. So. <laughs> I wasn't even sure that I was going to get into BMX racing. Um, my husband and my daughter actually bought me a BMX bike for Christmas. So they're like, here you go. And then they bought me a pass to the track to go to all the practices and races. So, yes, now I'm turning myself into a BMX racer. So in six all- months, like six months, you've been at it for six months? Uh, yeah. I would. Well, I wouldn't even say like six months. I've had my bike right. for six yeah. months. I've gone to a few practices in one race. Right. <laughs> it's just starting to get like you've gotten into a rhythm sort of. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of intense. I yeah, do work with intense. my hands and I've seen a lot of people break bones. So I'm not going to lie. I'm totally scared shitless of crashing and messing myself you should up be. because <laughs> that's my income. <laughs> and I don't know. I think it's awesome because you know, my husband and my daughter are always encouraging me. And it's really funny when I go to practice with my daughter, she's trying to coach me on what I need to do. She's so funny. I'll have to have a conversation like and record it one of these days uh, where she's coaching me. It's pretty yes, funny though. I love it. She's got it. She's got it down. She does. Yeah. She's won a few nationals and most of the kids at the track can't catch her. You know, she's, right. she's in the intermediate class and she moved up pretty quick. And it's been amazing to watch her journey and grow through it because we first, her first few races that we even took her out to the BMX track two summers ago, she wouldn't even stand up on her bike. She was literally sitting down pedaling the whole track. That makes it hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty funny to like watch videos from then to now. So what's, what's caught you most off guard? Like since getting in, like since just recently, right? What's been harder than you expected in BMX? Um, that's a total mental mind block. Okay. Because when you're racing, you know, you're in the gate from anywhere from like three to eight people. Sure. So it's pretty intimidating when somebody has a more developed skill set 
and you're going out there's the newbie like you're like oh my god please like i don't want to crash so you know go around me quickly but i'm also (laughs) super competitive so i'm i don't want to push myself are you doing this (laughs) 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 right steve's all waving his hand like just go past so i i have a competitive nature so i don't want to ride me on my skill set because when i've seen people do that that's usually when they crash and sure they're breaking arms yeah right like everybody all sorts of crazy you can totally do this responsibly as an adult know your limits and like you know build on a foundation and not well, take what like, is responsible though i mean yeah right <laughs> i don't know i don't know either. i don't know what <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't learned it i was yeah the last time i needed to go get a massage was uh first bucket of balls of the year i just like hacked away out of it my back was just like locked up the next day i'm an old man yeah that's what we talk I, about yeah yeah show. you're old <laughs> yeah, yeah, i got you know. t-shirts that old it's all relative right yeah yes. absolutely it's all relative um all right, I'm dying to hear how you beat cancer without any kind of. Yeah, okay, let's do well, it. We can share that story. So, I'll just kind of start from the get-go um, of how I actually first discovered how I had cancer. I was having a lot of pain in my female reproductive area, you sure. know, whatever you want to call it. So, I was talking to a girlfriend one day, and she was talking about how her girlfriend was experiencing the same kind of symptoms. And it turned out that her girlfriend had polycystic ovaries. I'm like, oh, well, you know, shit, that kind of sucks. But I should probably go get checked out and see what's going on. So I went in. I had some ultrasounds done and some other tests done. Well, it turned out that I had a mass growing on my ovary. So my doctor calls me back in after, you know, a week after the testing was all done and blood tests and all that stuff. And he told me that I had a cancer tumor on my ovary. So, I mean... As we talk about the big C word, that is, it's life changing. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really the only thing that I can say. And it totally threw me through a loop. Um, I lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you have, when you hear that word, you know, the first thing that you think about is that either you're going to be really sick or you're going to die. Yeah. I mean, that's just the logistics of it. Most yeah. people don't survive cancer um, because we have very limited options as to how we treat it. So, you know, I went through my motions of having to go home and telling my husband and talking to him about it. He's like trying to console me and telling me that it's going to be okay, and, you know, we'll figure it out. But at the time, I wasn't sure what I was going to do because I didn't want to do chemo or radiation because being self-employed, if I don't work and I have to deal with all this sickness, I'm like, well, what am I going to do for income? Yeah. You know, I'm going to deplete my savings and I'm going to have to go through all this struggle. And you know, Which is a whole other comment on our fucking medical that's system. crazy no yes. yeah that we have to yeah. have those kind of decisions yeah. on yes. i can't afford to make myself well yes. yeah. right so um both my father and my father-in-law passed away from cancer and we did try yeah. to help them as holistically as we possibly could however at the time they didn't want the help it, they were very unaccepting because of the conditioning and lack of education that people have with the medical field today so for, as per the research that my husband and i did he um really helped me wrap my mind around treating it naturally. So that treating it naturally came on a lot of different levels because for me, there was not only like a, a whole diet change. I changed what I drank. I was so, on really, so up till then were you, were you just eating crappy food and drink? No, like, no, no. I've always been like really mindful about what I ate, but like the diet change was even by far more intense than anything that I could have imagined because I literally took everything out of my diet besides eating raw. So no eggs, no dairy, no meat, 
we literally like I can remember the day that I decided to do this. I literally had my mom come over and I filled seven trash bags full of meat out of my freezer. Wow. It was gone threw all the cheese away, all the milk down the drain because I had to make a decision and I had to make it fast with what I was doing. So I moved to an all plant based diet, which because I cook most of our meals, um, my husband and my daughter did the same thing. So that actually made it easier to transition through doing that. Um, and then I took a bunch of supplements at the same time too, but we can talk more about that. Um, and that's a, and then I did a lot of mindset work and I did a lot of yoga because that was a huge thing because when you are going through cancer, I mean, unless you've experienced and you've had to walk that path yourself, you can't possibly imagine or understand what somebody feels or has to go through every day to even get out of bed to make it to your appointments to make sure that you're eating right and take care of yourself. What did your doctor say when you said you weren't going to go through chemo and radiation? Um... You know, I had a lot of phone calls to my phone and... From the doctor? You know, yeah, my doctor was actually fairly pissed off that I didn't want to go that route because as far as like we know in the United States and, and medical, you know, issues go, our only options are you either do surgery... That's oh, A or B, yeah. You know, chemo or radiation. None of those were an option for me. I didn't want to do any of those. You know, and I've been a holistic wellness practitioner for a long time. So I've studied a lot in the field of natural (coughs) medicine and have been well educated for a really long time. So I felt that this was the best decision for me. And, you know, there was always the option that if I wasn't getting better, that I could always come back and loop around and make that decision at the time if I needed to do that. Okay. So I'm, I'm just curious. You had that as a backup plan? Like, I'll go back to standards. If that's if, if that if, was if, medically if it, necessary, yes. Yeah, just because so, life, yeah, like you, you were committed to at least doing that. If this other, if holistic did not work, yes. Okay. The goal was life, dude. Yeah, no, no, like, I understand. Like, that, right? But like, some people yeah. don't. Exactly. Some people <laughs> wouldn't even do that. They True. wouldn't go to that. True. So I'm just curious if the you know, the mindset was, yeah, if this uh, uh, holistic approach does not work, right. I will go to standard practices. Yeah, you know, I mean, because I had, I my daughter was, you know, like almost seven years old at the time like that's no i know still you know so yeah. it's like you yeah, have it's, to make those decisions oh big time <laughs> i i support it 100 that's yeah, how no, i do it that's how i feel sure. about religion like i don't believe in it but when it comes down to like if i'm falling out of an airplane yeah i'm gonna go right to the catholic card like <laughs> right. i'm gonna i'm gonna say fuck it dude i i take it all back because the catholics believe all you gotta do is say your forgiveness right so i use that as my backup plan oh, right. so totally it's kind of the same thing a, you totally you have got, to get out of the chill free card in the back pocket yeah. always yeah. so that's why i wondered if yeah you had that as yeah, a, you know, a fallback position and it makes complete sense to me too well yeah i mean under those circumstances you kind of have to have a backup plan because you know dying wasn't an option for me so i like that and, and you have to come to a level of self-acceptance and know that you're still going to have something to do. I definitely don't encourage it because I am a firm believer that your body, given the proper things like food, drink, supplements, that your body is designed to heal itself. I am proof of that. I have healed my body from ailments on several different occasions. I have helped other people do the same thing. Um, anyway, so over the span of... Wait, I'm going to interrupt. I'm sorry, no, but don't okay. you think your mind plays a big part of that too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah. like it's yes, the, these other things, but I, but I'm a big believer that a, I had a buddy that died of cancer and, and I believe he caused it yeah. because of his anguish of other things that had happened in his life. Yeah. So 
and, that's and stress and things too. like that. Well, and that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, so if you think about stress, okay, like our mental stress, we all know that when your body produces cortisol, it causes inflammation in the body and inflammation is the, the key link to so many diseases, right. right? So when you stress and you have constant inflammation in your body, that's usually due from having emotional or mental turmoil. So yes, your stress and your mindset has a lot to do with the afflictions and diseases that we now have in our body. So, Were you stressed before? Like, was something going on? You said you changed your diet and stuff. Was anything like... I don't think... I, I know it's not that easy. Right? Like, like it's, it's not. not no, it's not that easy. Can't be there's genetics. It, right? No, no, no there's I, gen- I, genetics. There's so many different yeah, things, no, but I'm fascinated by it. Right, no. And I actually have an answer for you on this topic yeah. anyway, because I this is something that I had to discover within myself when I was walking through this pathway you know I experienced a lot of I wouldn't I experienced trauma when I was a kid I had very strict parents growing up um my father he was very very abused as a child so growing up being strict um he he never got rid of his trauma so he most then, don't right right I mean. exactly most people don't understand or even have the tools to be able to get rid of their trauma so my dad was always like you know shut up sit down don't speak don't have emotions don't cry so even from being a small child I had to stuff a lot of my emotions yep and that caused a lot of trauma for me you know and it's like if you would do something that was dumb like your parents would call you stupid or dumb or you're an idiot even though like they didn't internally mean it for it to cause you pain as a small child a lot of those programming stuck oh, and yeah. it makes you feel so insufficient inside of yourself that that carries into adulthood well you ingest all that right yeah. there, there's no you know, way around it there's yeah. not and you know feelings buried alive never die so until you have somebody right. or some instance where you can allow yourself to make clear of your problems and bring it to the surface to deal with it. It's always going to be there. Yep. 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 So does does th- that answer your question? Well enough? No, it does. It, it, okay. Again, I can't correlate every time somebody's upset or angry, they get cancer like right. that, but, but it, no, it no, can't no, no. because there's genetics. There's so many different fucking things. Yeah. It, it, influential, but there's a part of me that does believe that. Yeah. It, is, you, it, it definitely is a contributing factor as far as my opinion goes. Bringing it on. But I also feel like beating it. Yes. Was how much of that do you think was mental? Like, I mean, honestly, I I would say probably 80 to 85 percent of it for me was mental. Yeah. Because when I was when I had my days where I didn't want to get out of bed and do anything. Yeah. And I wanted to feel sorry for myself. I had to do mindset work. I had to do journaling. I had to meditate. I had to do yoga. I had to force myself to rise above what my circumstances were to move past all of this. Right. You know, and know that tomorrow's a brand new day and I had something to live for. Good for you. You know, people needed what I had to offer and I needed to get rid of this disease because I had my daughter to live for. I had my husband to live for. I have family and friends and clients and people who depend on me every day that I needed to live for. So it sounds like you formulated a game plan at some point when you told the when you told the medical system. Uh, yeah, but you had a plan. And so yes. what was one of the like best uh, you said your husband contributed, but did, uh, like where to? Where did you learn to be? You know, change your mindset and do yoga and journal like that. I mean, I know that that's sort of like Google search it, but like right. there's some details in there, <laughs> and like meditation is sort of like you have to work work like. Right. These aren't things that like just fall out of the sky and fall on your lap. Like, right. Okay. I have cancer. So yeah. open up this book I'm going to open like, up my journal and start writing. Like, right. And here's like ABC and I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. There was, a, there was a plan that had to be formulated. 
<clears throat> so I have been with my husband for 11 years. And he has probably, hands down, been one of the most influential people of my life. He is um, amazing. So he actually kind of dropped into my life that was kind of at a crazy chaotic time. Um, you know, as I said, my parents were really controlling when I was younger. So the day that I turned 18 and I was no longer underneath my parents' control, I went crazy. Sure. I see that. You know, so <laughs> I can see that you I just went nuts. <laughs> partying every night. I had a fake ID from the time that I was 18 till I was 21. Yeah. So I went, I would probably say if I had a dark period of my young life, sure. you know, that would have definitely been it. So what, back up though, dark or uh, experimental? Right. Or um, learning about yourself or rebellion. I mean, it, it was probably needed to get to where you are well, now, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't regret any of my decisions. Right. Yes, I did have to go through that to be where I am today. Um, You know, and, and dark, you know, learning. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to, whatever label you want to Not as fully it. functional. Yeah, but I think yeah. everybody has to go right. through no, that. I, agree. I guess yes. my point. I did. I'm defending. I'm I still going bet. through yeah. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get out of this at yeah. some point. Like, I'm on the turn. I'm going to get there. Just got so, around this corner. You know, I definitely went through my phase of experimenting with drugs. I, yeah. you know. Still um, working on it. Right? <laughs> I'm still, still experimenting. <laughs> and that's all right. All right. Um, as long as you use them in the appropriate method and you don't let them use you. So let's talk about that. Um, we, we've had conversations about um, my wanting to do DMT. Um, you've done it. Yes. Share, please. Well, what do you want to know? Do you well, want to know what my personal experience was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of your thought process up to it. And, and would you do it again? Are you an advocate? Are you... Well, let me put it this way, too. Sorry. No, I need, okay. I need to get my slant in there. I'm... I, I'm pot He's a square. Like, yeah, I'm a square. Like, I, drugs, like, freak me out. They don't freak me out. I take that back. Yeah. He, he I, just hasn't done them. You're just yeah. not. Okay, so we need to... I wanted to get him to do shrooms. Okay, so we need to do some education before we kind of dive more into this topic. Right. Um, what are drugs and what is plant medicine? There For is sure. a huge difference, and that's actually a huge topic of conversation... I agree. ...in the media right now. So, yep. like, I... I'm a really big proponent of CBD. I've done mushrooms. I have used a lot of different forms of plant medicine. Can I CBD? Take but you've me. also used non-plant medicine. We've talked about acid. Yes. So that's Ooh. how do you view that? Um, again, it's one of those things where if you use it for medicinal purposes, it's not like using a drug. Like you're not just going in it with the intention of like I'm getting high. You're going in it with the intention of this is an enlightening experience. This is a spiritual experience. Can't You're, both be fun though? Well, of course. You yeah. can enjoy yourself. However, it's the, it's the intention that you put behind it to lead up to what kind of experience you are trying to gain from it. If you're trying to do some work. Exactly. Basically, yeah. It, yeah, so you know, and that's that's another place like he was asking me like, how did I get on this path of like having a greater understanding of myself while I had cancer? Well, it's my belief that the plant medicine and the psychedelics that I have used have opened my mind to be able to transmute the negative energy and wrap my mind around stuff and be able to turn and reframe my perspective into something more positive because I have through my use of plant medicine, I have experienced those, you know, 
like deeper dimensional experiences, those Nirvana blissful type moments. Exactly. Which is why, which I, I know why he is so intrigued by just everything you just described is intriguing. Right. And, and I've not done DMT. I've done acid. I've I've done mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Um, I'm a heavy pot smoker. You said you don't smoke pot anymore. I don't. No, no. Nope. Yeah. stuff gives me the worst. But you like either. edibles? Yeah, I'll eat edibles once in a while. But, you know, like eating even a small amount of edibles. It, to Fucks me you up is pretty like, good. Well, yeah, it, it's more like eating a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we like marijuana has a really, really big like psychoactive effect yeah. for me. Yeah. And I don't handle it well. So I just choose to not partake in it. There you yeah, go. Perfect. Um, so these DMT experiences. Uh yeah, talk to me. Um, so, like, what I experienced? Yeah, just kind of like um, I, I've heard different people describe oh. it. So, I, I'd love to hear what your take was. It like a fifteen minute? Uh, well, yeah. So there's there's two different ways of doing DMT. Um, you can do it in a tea, which is called ayahuasca. That's something that is a huge thing. Going and doing retreats in South yep. America. That's an eight um, hour. That, that's a whole different that's, deal. That's like a whole different deal. But when you're actually and they're taking, different properties, right? Aren't they? DMT and ayahuasca are two very different things. I'm almost mm. sure they are. It th- depends on the extraction process that you use, but right. we, can, we can spend hours and hours talking about the science behind it. Have you but watched... Uh, uh, the Spirit Molecule? No, um, Pharmacopia. From, I have not. Watch that. Uh, he does an incredible job. Uh, I can't... He's got a, Hamilton Morris. Hamilton Morris. I will have to watch Yeah, that. do it. Because he breaks down... He does these on like every episode. He'll do one, a DMT or a... Oh, yeah. And he he talked break, about that. Yeah, and he's a chemist. So he breaks down all the properties and everything as well. And, right. and like how closely... They are associated and so forth. So you're right. They are closely associated, but I think they're two very different things. I think ayahuasca and DMT are different. Uh, I don't know. Because DMT is like a 20-minute buzz. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that's that's the whole thing, though, is like when you smoke it, because when you take DMT, you smoke it. So it's more of like a head high. That's why you have quick fact acting results versus ingesting a tea. It takes longer for your body to process it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, it's and that kinda, longer ride, yeah, you yeah, exactly. Um, same, ex- same type of experience, though. It's a very similar experience. I, from what I understand, I've never taken ayahuasca before. So, oh, you that's, haven't. That's definitely something that's on my bucket list. Is it? Yes. Is that on the the Ecuador trip? Yes. You gonna so, get a shaman? Oh yeah. So that's that's part of the premise of like our whole retreat that we'll be hosting as a wellness retreat down in Ecuador sometime next year. Um, as far as my experience goes. It is single-handedly like the most, one of the most spiritual experiences that I've had in my entire life. So after I smoked my DMT, you just lay back and you just take some deep breaths. You close your eyes and, you know, there were moments in time where I could see it was like the universe was like folding in on itself and like multifaceted in colors where you can just like literally feel the oneness inside of yourself. Excuse me. I'm just getting over a cold, so excuse the raspy voice. Um, And then I've had other times where I've literally been walking through the forest holding hands with Jesus and having like that inner, like inner connections with God and the universe. I, you know, and whatever you want to call that, I know that you're not religious, but that was, those were like a lot of my own personal I might be after I had that experience. You don't know, (laughs) right? (laughs) You don't know know, which way you're going to go. If I'm walking hand in hand with Jesus, like maybe I am more close. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like that's, and a lot of thing, a lot of things about DMT that people don't know is that your body naturally produces DMT when you're first born, when you have a near experience and when you die. So your body naturally produces that. And that's why when you're taking this plant medicine, you don't have any side effects from it. 
So as soon as the DMT trip is over, you come back to consciousness what? and there's no yeah. come down. No yeah. way. And it's about a 30 minute, right? Like it's, it's about anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, yeah. depending on how intense so it is yeah, for you. Okay. And what you've described is similar to what Hamilton and what I've heard other DMT users, mm -hmm. uh, the universe, the unfolding of it. They yes. all seem to have seen some sort of dimension or uh, like a oneness that... Uh, yeah. Right. They've all kind of described that. Like every yeah. single person yeah. I've heard that has done DMT has said the kind of the exact same thing. Yeah. Like it becomes oh, this oneness. So yeah. have you used it repeatedly, or is this sort of a because it's it it's sort of a deep thing, right? Like it's a very deep thing. So I've probably done it ten times in, in over like ten years, or um probably over the course of like seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just write my name down. Right. We've, about, we've, had, we've had that conversation. <laughs> we have had that conversation. I'll uh, save you see it on the airplane to go to Ecuador. Yeah, it might be two of us. You never know. <laughs> right? uh, That's got to be a crazy logistic thing uh, and planning a wellness retreat to Ecuador. It is. How many people? So we'll probably have anywhere from like 12 to 14. Okay. So that's manageable. Not, yeah. not, not, not too. Yeah. Unmanageable. Well, and you know, when you're taking people on that kind of a journey, you want to have it contained that way you can have people in the correct state of mind yeah. and you can go with the flow and you can make it more manageable and make sure everybody has the experience that they want and that they need so they can come home and implement those changes that they need in their life to up level their life and sure. get to that next place. Uh, have you and your husband like done this exact itinerary before or is this, uh, or this is all something fresh and new that we're bringing to our business. So, oh, really? um, I've hosted a lot of events and we host annual parties every year. So the planning portion like the, of it, the Halloween party. Yes, the <laughs> Halloween party. <laughs> that's always a fun wild time. Uh, so this is something that's just new and fresh that we have had several invites from people that live all over the world that have been following what we've been doing in the online space. Oh, neat. So we'll be going and doing retreats in probably Sweden. We have it lined up to go to Costa Rica, Ecuador, and Japan so far. Oh, cool. So those are all in the works that'll be coming in the next couple of years. That's very exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yes. Um, hey, we talked about DMT. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, go ahead, Jay. I see you working over there. Well, you had mentioned this. You were quick to jump to the spirit mark molecule. I feel like I've heard that thrown around before. So the spirit molecule is um, it's a documentary that just talks more about DMT and like what it does and sure. the experiences that people have had. OK, so it's just it's just an educational piece. It's, yeah. Have you uh, have you ever seen Paul's or is it Paul Stamets? Yeah, Stamets. I have not. You should check his stuff out on the mushrooms. Like, I might have to do that. You he's know, a big. Yeah, no, like I honestly like I think that mushrooms should be legalized. They because, will. And yeah, well, no, they're already working on it in Colorado right now. And Oregon. Speak, and Oregon's working on it as well. <laughs> so I don't think that people should just, you know, go and get a bag of mushrooms and eat the entire thing at one time. I think that it would benefit a lot of people just because of how like when you work your way into your experience of using mushrooms as plant medicine I have seen a lot of people that have had suffered depression or anxiety where it's such an eye-opening experience where you can experience that like next level oneness with yeah. the universe yeah. and feel those like something greater than yourself yeah yes yeah exactly where, and they're using it to treat PTSD no I, yeah, I mean you know, it's awesome 
Right. So when they experience these amazing features of what the plant medicine has to offer, it's life changing to them because they have a better understanding of not only themselves, they have a deeper understanding and a deeper connection with the universe. God, you know, the great architect of the universe, you know, the, the higher power, their higher self, it allows them to plow a pathway to correct things that they had issues with before. Yep. No, I, it, my experiences have done the same. Like mushrooms right. are the best. Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, ready. You're ready for him, Jay. Easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I had I had a question and you threw me off because yeah, you're ready. <laughs> um. Oh, we. Uh, this is sort of we haven't booked anything yet, but the Idaho Cannabis Coalition they're mm-hmm. sponsoring the bill or the initiative. Uh, next year to get medical marijuana in Idaho. Right. Uh, we're gonna we have an opportunity to interview the guy leading the charge. Sweet. Yeah, on the podcast. So we're really excited about that. Really excited. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen in the state. You know me. I, I I am Debbie Downer when it comes to what this state has the capabilities of doing. We'll see. I think we've never really tested it in recent. Honestly, I think that we'll get CBD before we get medical marijuana. I mean, but that's even something that we're still struggling with yeah. just because like I'm an advocate of CBD. Um, I have a great CBD product in my line that um, And feel free to promote. That's why you're here, right? Go ahead and give your uh <laughs> give your website out there, do your yeah, thing. Yeah, there's a lot of information. So I looked for some CBD oil and there's a lot out there. Like I don't know what it's, to do. Yeah, so yeah, CBD is a really huge thing right now. The one thing that sets ours apart from everyone else's is we actually don't have a CBD oil. Ours is a CBD fluid. And the reason why it's not an oil is due to the proprietary patented extraction process that we use. And we only use water to extract. So like when you're getting most oils, you're, they're using critical CO2, butane, propylene, glycol, um, and other chemicals to yeah. take the plant and extract yeah. it. So when you're doing that, it actually ruins the plant and you're not getting the full profile. So therefore you're not getting all the medicinal benefits. So a lot of these companies have to actually add things back in. That's why you get a CBD oil that tastes like a, you know, weird, gross, icky salad dressing because they have to put the terpenes back in. They have to put the flavonoids back in. They have to put the phytonutrients back in because when they use the heat and the chemicals, it destroys most of the stuff out of the plant versus when we're just using just water, there's zero heat. So it takes all of the profile of the plant. And because the fact that it is extracted with water, it's 90% more absorbable in the oh, body. Yeah, yeah. So versus like taking an entire dropper full out of a bottle, our dose is only two drops. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Wow. Uh, what about like the, I was reading like a headline, so forgive me, but like there's hemp derived CBD, like supposedly you're supposed to stay away from the hemp derived CBD on the market. Cause it's, like not as effective well yeah that's true because again that right and that's because of the dirty cbd i didn't know sorry that has to do with the extraction process okay like what we just talked about versus like the cannabis like ours does come from the cannabis plant and it's a full spectrum so it does have a trace amount of thc sure but the difference is like i get this question all the time people are always asking well if it has a little bit of thc how am i going to pass my drug test at work or you know sure. i've had people on probation and they're asking well how am i going to pass my drug test well i'll give you that answer you're not 
<laughs> no, you are. <laughs> no, I'm just you are. <laughs> just because when you okay, so it's like when you smoke marijuana, you have to heat it to even get the effects sure. to get high from it. Yep. So because we're not using any oh. heat when we extract, oh. it's not activated. So that's actually what they're drug testing for yeah. is the activated THC. And sure. actually to take it a step further, what they're testing for is the chemical that THC turns into after it's been processed through the body. Um, so, and we don't, our THC and ours is not activated. Sure. So me, myself personally, like I had a lot of people wondering. So I took double the dose for two weeks. I not only took a drug home test yeah. and passed, I went to where in Canyon County here in Idaho, I went to where the probation yeah, yeah. places and I had a drug test on there and passed with flying colors. Oh, yeah. the one over there by the mall. <laughs> no. <laughs> How would you know uh, that? Ah, friend. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Keep telling yourself that, buddy. I was his driver. <laughs> what? <laughs> the friend's driver. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I think you just got told on, man. <laughs> on air. He's talking about his friend. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so you're a big believer. So, one, you have a CBD product. Two, you're a big believer in CBD. I'm a huge believer in CBD um, because I have my own personal testament with that as well. I would literally hear a knock on the wall when I was sleeping and I'd be awake uh, and then it would take me forever to go back to sleep. Sure. Now, because I take my two drops of CBD before I go to bed, yeah. I sleep through the night. I don't wake up anymore. Um, and not only that, like I've uh. seen it change my family's life. I have seen it change a lot of my clients' lives. Like they're off their medication for pain now. They're getting off their anxiety medication. <laughs> they're getting off their depression medication yeah. all because they've started taking CBD. Um, I actually have a cat that's super high anxiety. And since she has been getting CBD, she's way less anxious. I need some of Hey, this. Simi, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... She's a puppy. My other dog's in mess. <laughs> So yeah, and like I have, I have CBD is so expensive, and they want you to put like a full dropper on every, so like, but not yours, cool, right? That's the cool thing about ours. So I give my cat like a drop a day. So you could do the same thing with your dog. And um, so our bottle is one oh nine. No, it's gonna take take a Dude, take yeah. a half a bottle just for, for for pay. I, I gotta just give the listening audience so they don't make the same mistake I did. I just paid seventy five dollars for like seventy two CBD crappy all natural treats. Yeah, bucket treat. So this this right. price point is not off base, is what I'm saying. No, it's like not. Yeah, so it's really not, especially for what you're getting out of it, because the dose is only two drops, which makes it around two dollars and eighteen cents a dose. Sure, sure. Um, versus like other companies, you're seeing anywhere from like you spend two dollars and eighteen cents a day for your, your cat, cat. <laughs> dude. Yeah, of course. We used to have to give my cat <laughs> insulin shots. Are you serious? I had a diabetic cat growing up. Well, you know, it's like taking care of your cat. I mean, like the other alternative because she was so anxious was or to just take don't open up the back door next time the cat's meowing. Like, no, dude, no right. you don't do that. I'm just kidding. Hey, <laughs> That's cat. actually how our cat showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd that go for Bruno? Hey, Bruno's different, dude. Uh, doesn't sound like it. That's no, Bruno, that exactly was, what happened. And Mr. Kitty, you know, <laughs> I, I've had my heart broken. I had a cat but, named Mr. Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we giggled. We, we, we did yeah. every time. Uh, okay. So CBD. What else? So d- tonics. Like, I do you make tonics? Like, uh, are you into healing crystals? Like, I, I have to ask this just because. Yeah, I was, no, you're fine. I was so, with this dude that was, had a forager, like, 
past or whatever, and they were big into the tonics and the healing stones. And so I'm curious. And yeah. my and my ex, she and her crystals. Yeah. You've never yeah. let, let me no, off the map for that. Water. But see, I'm a believer in this stuff. Yeah. Too. So <laughs> like when I first got together with my husband, he was actually really big in crystal healing because he's been an energy healer for like almost the last 20 years. What? Yeah. He's he's amazing too. Um, Get him on. We'll put him on the podcast next. I thought about asking to bring him. But oh, should have. Sure. Should have. <laughs> next time. We'll, we'll do another one. We he's gotta, busy uh, at home doing his man chores. He's doing yard work uh, right now. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do yard work. <laughs> Me That's either. why I'm here. Um, so anyway, so we Energy actually, healer. I got What does that mean? So energy healing. So we have... Have you heard the term chakras before? Of course. Okay, so chakras are psychic focal points in your body. They have to do with like spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical things in your body. My ex gal in Germany was all into this. Yeah, yeah. like so that, that. She was all about understand. chakras. So an energy healer goes in to help people that have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual ailments. They help to use themselves as a vessel to channel etheric energy from the universe or God, Christ energy, Christ consciousness energy, whatever you choose to call that. And they have different modalities where they use that energy to help people heal. Okay. So I got to ask too, sorry. I, I want to, you want to tie in like the spirit. when you said like, whatever you call it, right. You yourself, are you like you alluded to a God? Uh, like, do you have a firm belief or have you identified what this is that you believe? Cause so, I have not. So <laughs> I, yeah, I grew up in a very Catholic home. Right. Ooh, me um, too. Are you still shedding <laughs> all the guilt? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, shut, I shut that a long time ago. God, I don't no. know. I mean, like, I still feel guilty about things, but not really. No, but the, boy, that, that religion of all religions, they're all about yeah, guilt. It is. Um, so coming from that background, I ha- always had a lot of questions to ask and right. never went unanswered. I always knew that there was something more than myself and more that there were more than the people on this earth. I wouldn't say that I identify with some white bearded man sitting in a chair in heaven. Um, I would say that if you were to call it anything, God is all energy. So you are God. God is you. God is the trees. God is the grass. Um, But I do believe that there is a higher power in this universe. Yes. I've always like let mother earth stand on her own. Right. Or like mother nature. That's different to me. I know. That's different. But like, see, what, it, I like this. Like, I think the Earth connection to me is that that does make sense. It does. Like, why do people ground themselves? What do you mean, ground themselves? In which sense? Put your feet on the ground and like to connect walk. yourself to the Earth. No, I no, I, and that's good for us. I understand. And with the the, the mushrooms <sighs> and the trees, we're all breathing, we're all so living. You're no, 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 no. <laughs> that I believe it's the 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 deity part. Like uh, that's that that that's where I get it. Atheistic. Just is. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I don't have a I don't have any issue with the whole. Like, I think we're untapped on, we should all be talking telepathically Ooh, like yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. we're, not, we're not doing it right yet. But sure. So anyhow, we, we are connected. There is that. I, There's I really a connection. do believe that. There is a yes. connection. Yes. I absolutely fucking believe that. It, it just, I don't believe it was a deity that started it. And that's fair. And I don't know what that means. Yeah. I still think that puts me in the atheist category. I think it does. Yeah. But I mean, who I would needs say labels? More I, we don't. That's why. I said, that's yeah, why I no, explain no, no. it. And you don't need to slap a label on it. But I would say because you think that there may or may not be something above yourself that you'd be more agnostic because you're could be open to the idea. Right. Uh, it would take like, a lot. Uh, hey, like every time I shroom out, I say, proof. "Hey, let's do it right now. Proof, show up. Proof. Show up." Yeah. I always beg for that. Show up. I'm like, "Hey, hey, hey, Cristo, <laughs> come hang. Let's do this. Come hang out with Alden for a night, and he'll." 
He'll show you. Oh, what? yeah? Is that an invite? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'll bring the steaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to have him on the podcast yes. because. He, I would love to. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's an intense person. He's studied so much. We said hello as Bible. I'm coming through that. Uh, <laughs> the doorway. <laughs> right. So he can explain like all the allegory behind the Bible because and all the science and all the mathematics and all that huh. stuff. It's pretty. He's an interesting fellow. Interesting. Does he is he is he when you say about the Bible, but is he religious? Not religious. We do not claim to be religious. Right. whatsoever. We are very spiritual people. Yeah. Right. All right. I, I'd love to have that conversation. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I'm Get them booked. All right. Yep. Uh, well, what else you got, dude? What else I got? I was going to give her a sticker. Well, of course she gets yeah. a sticker. Yeah. yeah. We just got those. We're pretty yeah. proud of them. Ham and well, egg we're stickers. T- we're trying to brand all this. Yeah. And... Those are cute, but I don't eat meat. But um, take a sticker home. It's you don't a fake, eat meat or dairy. You, you won't eat either of those, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, oh. no, yeah I know. <laughs> uh, do you have time? Can we keep going? I want to ask. What time is it? 3.06. Um, yeah, we can keep going for a little while. I don't want to hold you. No, we're good. I just want to talk about veganism, right? Sure. Like you, you're vegan. I tried vegan for nine months, uh, which is a half-ass attempt. Uh, but my you gained gr- thirty pounds, and I, now I, we had to go back and lose I, it all. Like I have an in-law that is uh, like a grandma on my wife's side. Okay. Like raw, no oil, like vegan. That's really hard. Like, also beat cancer with her vegan diet. She's like she hosts cooking seminars, so like. I have an insight to the lifestyle okay. and like I'm on board with it. Uh, it just, it, I got, I got stuck into like poor, like deep fried bean burrito. You know what I mean? Like I skirted the edges of vegan. Well, and that's the whole thing. Like it goes back to a lot of people having lack of education. Yeah. You know, so for me, I had already, we had already kind of been moving to like more of a vegetarian diet and already taking most of the meat out of our diet. We were only eating meat probably maybe two, three days a week. Mostly because of inflammation or? Well, just because meat is really hard for your body to digest. So it's in that aspect, it's not the healthiest thing for you to eat. Okay. Um, and you know, so I had followed a lot of people that had been vegan for a long time. I had bought some books. I read a lot of stuff. I listened to podcasts. So when I had already made that transition, it was fairly easy to me because I was already educated. So that's actually something that, um, my husband and I do in our business is we actually educate people on nutrition and I've started educating people on how to add more of, you know, the plant-based diet into their lifestyle, if not transition, helping them to transition to that lifestyle. Because that's the thing. It's not just about a diet. It's about a lifestyle. And you have to want to, you want to have to commit to that lifestyle change. And it it requires making your meals. I think that's the hardest thing, right? Like you have to, Does you have to, and you have to buy fresh ingredients. I'm amazed at how inexpensive, like good vegetables are. Like, I feel like I can you go know, get a basket full of vegetables and just good home cooking in yeah. general. Like yeah. people just, it, we it blows don't do me that away anymore. But you know, all of my businesses are either online or I have my wellness studio at my house. Oh, really? So I'm home. So uh, I can cook all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That does make it easier. That's like a great grandmaster plan. You've done it. Like you got it all right where you need it. 
Uh, for the most part. I like it. Yeah. Sometimes I get tired of working at home. True. You know, it's still crazy. With, yeah. yeah, because I'm literally with my husband and my daughter all, all day. the time. Yeah, yeah. With but homeschool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's a lot. Yeah. But you have to, and that's the thing, like, you have to take yourself outside. Again, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. You have to take yourself outside of whatever current box you're in and stand on the outside and look in yeah. and revel in that for a while to see past all the shit that you're putting your body through and realize that if you don't take control of your life now, what are you going to look like in the next 30 years? Feel how are like, you going to feel yeah. in the next 30 years? Dude, how often do we talk about this? Yeah, no. We want people to just take control, like self-discipline, right? And aren't you talking about discipline in general? Yes, like like yes. just discipline and, and, and doing the things that are necessary. Yeah, and well, you know, and that goes back to the fact that like, and I'm, I'm probably going to get you guys in so much trouble for saying this. No. There's Most nobody gets in trouble. people are fucking ignorant. Oh, oh yeah. no. We say that daily. Yeah. So, that, that's our saying. We, we okay. have it out, well, outside, again, outside the door. Ignorance okay. is bliss. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's really not. It is, but it's not. And I'll you don't you say? <laughs> I'm listening. I'm all ears. You know, because the longer that you remain ignorant, the longer you're stuck in a box and you don't have control over yourself. People like it, though, Candace. They, well, yeah, they, they seem know, to enjoy the, being controlled. They, they seem do. to be enjoyed being sheep. They they, they want to be moved. They hey. want to be moved from pasture keep, to pasture and told okay what to mediocrity, do. And I'm not okay not even that. mediocrity. No, 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 they aspire that. that maybe. Like, well, yeah, no, it, it is a level like being ignorant uh, is a level of mediocrity. Though. Hey, so you remember when you were talking about your dark years? Yeah. My wife has a tagline for mine. I called it my retirement before my retirement. But she goes, when are you going to be better than cigarettes and mediocrity? That was her <laughs> phrase to me. And that was, well, that good, was just this week that she asked you that, right? Sh- no, <laughs> no. It was, it was a long time ago. Oh, and this last week. <laughs> no, 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 no. You might need to do some coaching sessions here, buddy, and get you past your bad habits. I have he horrible has habits. Uh, do some NLP and hypnosis for you. Yes. We need yeah. to get. We just need him to get him shroomed out one night. And he'll be easy, fine. easy. Um, but baby no. steps, man. I know. We all have our dark periods. You admitted to yours. I was just trying to no. relate. I'm not looking to be changed. No, I'm just joking. People fight change. I, he, he here's his thing. He, he he looks as much like mushrooms he doesn't understand that it's not what like i told him the worst it's going to be is the pictures might breathe a little bit like you might see but there's nothing that horrible if you're only doing a couple grams you're not going to get you're, you're not going hero no, you're not that's going why you would just start out with micro dosing it you take even, a small yeah. amount just to get like you, the effects uh i was talking to one of my friends and he was saying that a micro he was micro dosing and he said like a half a gram a day in pill form. I told you that's th- dosing. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm clear. I want to make sure. So half a gram total, but three capsules, capsules a day, morning, afternoon, and night. Did I that, didn't know he did it that way. Uh, okay, so that's different. Is that different? A little I don't bit. know. I don't well, know. I mean, yes and It's about no. a four or five hour buzz. Well, right yeah, on normal. I, well, not even like when you're micro dosing it. Micro dosing it, you're going to take a very small amount to just like allow your body to build it up and kind of get some of the effects. Sure. So if you were to feel anything from micro dosing it, you're, you're not going to see. No, 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 no. no? I, okay. My, there's nothing wrong with micro dosing it. Micro dosing sure. it just means that you're taking a very small amount. Right. right. Um, it's just like how some people have to start with a small amount when they're taking medication. Anything. Or something. Yeah. Right. Ramp up. So. You just have to build up a tolerance in your body so you're not overexposing yourself and then you have a really yucky 
you know, experience with it. Yeah. So that could be a way for you to introduce yourself to it, to see if it's something that you want to open your mind up to is take small amounts. That way, you know how it's going to affect you. Sure. Because I've seen people like they're just giggly and they laugh and they have a great time. They just want to go wander through the woods or go walk around outside or dance. And then I've seen people locked in a closet. Like sure. one time I <laughs> That's literally. That's going to be our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Monday. <laughs> yeah. So I li- I've literally seen a friend get stuck thinking that he was drowning in my bathroom sink and there was no running water on Oh, uh, yeah. Because he took too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you have apprehensions with it, I suggest that you take very small amounts sure. to start with. Just dive in. I don't know that I'm Just dive the fuck in. No, uh, I'm telling you, uh, you're gonna be fine. I see. He, I see the benefit, right? Yeah. Like, I, I hear enough people talk about the benefits. I think that he's open to it. However, oh, I know he's open to it. He's just well, a little frightful because he's, he he right. he likes being controlled. Yeah, like he, he's a control well, person, and that's, fine, and that's but fine. Here's the thing, though, I gotta like and him. this is the reason why I wouldn't recommend somebody like yourself to just dive in. I won't. The reason being is because if you are in a fearful state of mind, that is going to lead you down a really dark rabbit hole that you are going to have a really hard time pulling yourself out of. Yeah. That's why I want somebody like to guide, right? I'll be honest, Candace, he has a, a dream to be a hobo. So um, I, I he, it could go the wrong way. Like he, I, now that I see it, he could get on it and he would just jump the first train that rolls through here. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I think I'd be speechless after that too, man. He's totally throwing you under the bus I right know. now. <laughs> those are like Am I the, wrong? Those are like the inner workings of my deepest personalities, you know, secrets. The fascinating. Cool. Oh, I'm just you, joking. You I'm did tell joking. me that in confidence. In confidence. I always tell you things in confidence. Yeah, that's true. Joking. Not anymore, uh, dude. He's like throwing it all out on the table. What's too bad about ayahuasca is that you can't like microdose and work up no, to it. That seems like it I'm really afraid. just punches you in the in the. Because I did have an offer. I might have told. I, I had an offer to do ayahuasca. Um, and I didn't want to go up there by myself with a bunch of people I didn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Re- oh, sorry. Yeah, be- <laughs> yeah because because <laughs> uh, she just bumped her chin on the mic. I'm it's okay though. I was just afraid of being in that element as as not knowing these people like a bunch of strangers. Because if I'm gonna shit myself and uh, cry, <laughs> I'd rather do it around some people that I knew. So- just a few. Right. Are you sure? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's true. Maybe not. Well, well that's a typical Friday night for me downtown. There's, yeah. a huge, there's a huge health component that goes to, because I've looked at a lot of ayahuasca retreats because it's something that we have talked about doing for quite some time now. So you actually have to be on a really strict raw, pretty much vegan diet. You can have some fish for anywhere from 20 to 30 days before because you to have cleanse, to cleanse, right? Yes. You have to purge the yeah. toxins. Like you can't smoke, you can't drink. Yeah. So until you're ready to commit to that level of health, I wouldn't suggest doing it. Oh yeah. No, no. It's over Especially my... you. And you yeah. yeah. You don't want to smoke. I was going to say, you'd have to give up beer for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't say I was going. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had an offer on the table that he couldn't commit. That was to. a different offer. Yeah. <laughs> Three <laughs> weeks. Stop. <laughs> I don't know if you'd survive three weeks. I could do it. All right. I can do anything for Maybe. three so, weeks. So we'll wrap this up, but I want to get your like website or wherever you want to point people to on your shop or whatever. We'll put in the show notes, but uh, this has been really fun and thank you. No problem. Do you guys have any other questions? No. Do you have more to share? You're the one on the time schedule. Um, I always have more to share. I have lots of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can finish wrapping up my cancer story and then we'll oh, yeah, do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just come full circle. With yes. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway, so after I changed my diet and went all plant-based and raw, 
I started taking Monotoma Gold. I took a green supplement. Oh, Monotoma Gold. You were going to share that with me last time I got. I know. I and have I to forget. give you What some. is this? Mon- uh, what? Write it down. I'll tell you. Um, I took 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide. I took a vitamin. I took turmeric. Yeah. Um, and I did tons of yoga and lots of mindset work, which I can pinpoint you guys to a million different things. But after doing that, I was going and getting scans every like three to four weeks and my tumor was shrinking. What? So my doctors were totally stunned, told me to just keep doing what I was doing. I was also. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to say. Let's get you on radiation now. Right. It's like, <laughs> hell no. So in April, well, not it was actually like the middle of June of 2016. I was cancer free seven months later. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Seven months. Yeah. That's wow. crazy, right? That's quick. It was quick. That's kick ass. Yep. So I believe that if you put your mind to anything, anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I feel that. There are people out here that's going to tell us we're just fucking crazy. There's people with terminal cancer. It's like, yeah, she can just go fuck herself. Dude, I literally had a friend. Okay, so I did this Facebook Live on my social media probably like three months ago. I had this girl that stepped onto my live video because I was talking about what we had talked about, how there was... Um, the stress element and how cancer is not just a physical disease, that it's a spiritual disease, like dealing with like your inner workings of like your yep. mind and your body. She totally just went off on this rant and was like, well, yeah. this is, t- these, this is such bullshit. Like you're crazy. This isn't happening. Like that is a real thing for people. Oh no. I'm crazy. telling you that most of the audience will tell you you're full of shit. Yeah. Like even Probably. regardless of the back, like with, with even the proof and everything else, people don't think like that. They, they no. don't. They, they just don't. They, we want to compartmentalize and make things easy. Like, this is how I treat cancer. This is how. That, well, that's yeah, what we that's, do. That's what we do in America, most definitely. Specifically here. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that uh, I just talked. I listened to a podcast. I heard something. I don't know what it was. But basically being able to use, like, all the data from around the world with, like, ancient medicines and healings or whatever, Native Americans, the Chinese or whatever. Like, there's a company that's basically making these tonics with, like, shit that's been around for millennia. Yeah, no, right? I like, have, like, tons of tonics, too. Like, yeah. for our colds and flus, like, I'll make a huckleberry cough syrup, sure. which helps get rid of your cough in three days. I actually just picked up a product that my girlfriend makes here in Boise. It's fire tonic water. Sure. Tastes like shit, but our colds were gone in, like, three days. <laughs> no, it does. It does. It's like I've never ab- heard that as, like, a selling point. <laughs> like, uh, but it like works. Well, good medicine's not supposed to taste good. No, it's no. It's not. So, like, it has raw apple cider vinegar, yeah, yeah. peppers, onions, garlic, yeah. turmeric. Like, yep. it does not taste good. No, but it kicks ass. Yes. Yeah, I like it. It's natural medicine, man. Yeah. People have been using it for thousands of right, years. Right, I, so I, And we're big, that I'm a big believer in. Like, I don't take I can't medicine, argue with numbers, right? No. Like, I'm just, I'm too. <laughs> medicine, most of the medicines here in the West, they just mask they're not solving they treat things symptoms. Yeah. more often than not. Yeah. They're well, masking the pain. Like, they mas- don't even treat the body as a whole. No. They're just treating and no. masking yeah. symptoms. Yeah. yeah. Let's just, turn this off. I got a cough. Let, we'll Let's solve your cough for yeah. 20 minutes. But uh, but you're not you're not solving anything mm-hmm. long term. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. in the West, that's how we do things. We just shove uh, <laughs> a prescription to people and say, go fix it. Yeah, that's right. what we do. It's all pharmacology. Yep. Big pharma. Do you, yeah. Have you ever floated or been in a float tank? We've I talked have. about it. You have? Do you enjoy them? Do you like them? Um, the first time I experienced it was not pleasant for me. Sure. Um, because I thought that there would have been relaxation music and 
I run a million miles an hour yeah, anyway, so yeah. I it kind of freaked out. I could only sit in there for about 20 minutes yeah. before I was like, this is too much. This is not too quiet. Um, that, and really? I had, Even I had, though somebody that's meditated and like got into it like that. That's the only time I can do yeah, it. Like, right? I, yeah. I don't have the ability to meditate but at see, all. Like, I, I turn on music when I meditate. Okay. okay. And meditation can, comes on many different levels. Meditation isn't just like sitting on a pillow, you know, no. with your hand mudras going om for yeah. hours. It's just something that clears your mind. Yeah. Something into this. No, you're you're okay. good. It's sort of in the way. I know. Like, <laughs> By I'm like literally an inch from this mic and I keep hitting it. Like a, Thank you, though. It, it will matter. Um, <laughs> Anyway, and I also made the mistake of shaving the morning before I went to do a photo. Oh, that hurt, huh? Dude, it was uh, so bad. I can't imagine the salts. Oh, I can't imagine. Talk about death by a thousand yeah. paper cuts. Oh, uh, my God. So I had to get out and like, rub Vaseline. Yo, like, oh, there's not enough Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> it was, there was like not enough Vaseline in the world to stop my skin from burning. Oh, oh my God. It was I didn't even know I had cuts places that were like yes. on fire yes. the first couple times I got yes. to learn but they tell like, you but there is a reason why they put Vaseline in the yes, room correct. so you can like cover right. yourself so yeah. do that yes. if for anybody listening that's if you do have a cut but or now something. when I go and do like the float tanks or deprivation tanks um, it's very relaxing yes I can channel a lot of things and get a lot of mental clarity yeah so I recommend to anybody yes to try at least once it's not for everybody though it's not especially if you're claustrophobic Right. Right. Yeah. Are you, uh, do you ever edible before you go in? Do you ever do any? I don't. Have you ever been like on Under, any plant medicine, any influence when you've gone? I have not. I know people that have, and they had a very interpersonal experience with yep. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. In Rogan, general. uh, Joe Rogan loves to shroom and go in. Right. He has his own flow tank in his house. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> We're at a studio. He takes it pretty seriously, but, uh, I think. I think I could shroom and do it. You think? I think. But you said no to the acid. No, remember? You, could, you yeah. saw me. I couldn't even keep the headphones on. <laughs> yeah. We tried to podcast. I told. I told. I told. It was kind of oh, an man. interesting experience. <laughs> and I was so, sitting right just like this. I know. And we tried she, for like she, five minutes. See, like if you were gonna do a podcast in that like high of a mental state, you need to have everybody around you on in the same that way. Yeah. And no, he way. said that too. He I, was, and I could tell. I could tell. I was like, dude, should I go? Like. <laughs> Like oh I need gosh. to go, <laughs> and yeah, because he was in his own world. Uh, that's what happens. Yeah, um, which is fine. Which is great. Yeah, it's very true. Absolutely, it's great. You've been awesome. Yeah, um, I love it. Thanks. I want to. We'll do it again. Actually, yeah. like if you've got more stories to share, I have tons more stories. I love it. Um, the, we need lots of content, and yep. we love this. Is fun. Pick a topic. Yeah, yeah, we will. Do you have a website or anything you want to uh, pump out there? Yeah, do sure. It. So. My husband and I own a holistic wellness supplements company, and that's actually where you can find our CBD fluid. It is www.seventh, like it's number seven, T-H, sun, S-U-N, alchemy.com. Seventh sun, alchemy.com. Yep. Seventh spelled out. Yep. Well, no. No, it's the number seven. T-H. The number seven. Perfect. Yeah, I got it. Love it. We'll put it in the show notes. Sweet. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy Friday. Yay. Have a fruitful day. Fruitful day, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Yeah.